Hello and welcome to another edition of Video Games to the Max here. This is episode 291 and of course I am your host Sean Garmer with me as always, Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. And well Mark, we have uh, certainly been playing some games, uh, yep. some very recently <laughs> as well. And of course some things have been happening, Some it feels like a lot of old things have been uh, in the news uh, this yeah. week. That's the, the major thing. So, well, I'll go ahead and uh, let's start here with our, our games we've been playing. Mark, you finally beat Metroid Dread. Yep. Yeah, like I thought, it took me only like an hour or two after like the last time we talked about it for me to beat it. <laughs> oh, really? Okay. Yeah, I saw and some that... people beating it in like seven hours. Or... I beat it in seven and a half, and uh, I had like 50% item completion, um, which like isn't great, but unlike like past games, I'm not like super, super motivated to get the, to get the other crap because it's just not needed. Yeah, man. Uh, it's so all just like energy tanks or like missile tanks. And it's like, well, I already beat the game, so I don't really need a lot of this stuff. That's kind of how I feel about what is it? Um, a tales. I, I want to go back, but then yeah. it's like, I already beat the game. So it's like, why? Well, at least, yeah. At least tales like there, there are some like new game plus or like some pe like post game content you can do. You know, like Metroid doesn't have that. There's, there's no like second castle like like something in the night or you know like more area to explore. It's like I okay, I'm I'm already the best. So <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. <laughs> yeah, like I, boy, hmm? well, yeah, like you said, yeah. At least there is like an incentive of. Uh, the new game plus, or there's you probably didn't do all the side quests before you went and killed the, I the main guy. Oh, I did, did most of them. Trust me, yeah. I did. I think there's like I want to say there's like thirty side quests. I did like twenty eight or twenty nine. Yeah. Oh wow. The only right. side quest I have, the only side quest I have left to do in Tales would be the uh like the uh fighting all the old Tales characters from like the last games, you know, and some of them okay. are hard. Yeah. But yeah, I did most of that stuff just because I enjoyed the content pretty much. Oh, I did uh, most of it. I just didn't do any of the, the like ones where you have to go to the other realm. Yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, that that's the one that I haven't done yet. Uh, but yeah, I liked Inventor is good. Some of the boss fights are challenging to say the least, but on the whole, it's pretty good. Yeah, that, that last boss fight is really annoying because he has like three forms. Oh man, did you uh, did you die? Oh yeah, I died like at least like ten times. <laughs> uh, what did you realize? Like, did you have to have a lot of bring in a lot of uh, you know healing stuff or? Just... No, I mean there's no there's not that because it's all just energy tanks. Uh, I mean or missiles no. or. Well, it's just like learning this pattern, like his first okay. form. You know, he has different attacks with each form, and then he's only vulnerable at like, certain spots. So yeah, fair enough. Yeah, uh, but yeah, good game. I'm, it's probably one of my top ten of the year. So. Hey, that's the positive thing that you're liking. That I mean, with all the hype that's been around, it, it's good that uh, people are enjoying it. You know, yeah, and, yeah. and you're liking it, so that's the uh, the big thing. I mean, anything else that you want to talk about? away at Lost Judgment, but I'm near. I'm really near the end of that game. Also, uh, yeah, that game's a lot easier than the past games, uh, or some of them at least. But I felt like the secret boss last night and got my ass handed to me like hard. Like, well, I mean, that is why it's a secret boss. Yeah, I don't mind like a secret. I don't mind like a hard boss, but this guy literally is summoning lightning from the sky, uh, oh, wow. 
throwing fireballs at me and like summoning like remote control cars with like bombs on them. Uh that's all Gosh. annoying. But what's worse is you know like the heaves or like the EX moves that you can do? Right, yeah. Uh he's only vulnerable to them once. Like one like the first one you do is like the one that actually works. And if you try it again, like try the same move again, he just kinda of blocks it or it doesn't do any damage. And then he can also regain his full health. Oh gosh, wow. His whole full health too? Yeah. So I got I got him down to about uh three fourths and then he started like spamming me with like fireballs and lightning and then he restored his health and I was like, Yeah, I'm done. <laughs> like, well, I'll come back to this later. Yeah. When I'm not getting well, I, I don't I don't really even need to. I could get a lot of experience points from that thing, but that's about it. Like, you know, I don't think you But do you like it. need the experience points? No, you know. I mean I don't think I'll ever felt that I mean you could kinda of grind out experience points to an extent, but you don't really need you know, you get in attacks, but you know I I don't even use this style, so I don't care about filling up this experience you know, this skill tree at all, because I just never you know, you will use this. Yeah. Uh uh the last thing I'll talk about real quick is I played Tokyo Jungle on my PC. How is that? Uh, it was weird. Uh, so there is a PS3 emulator out there uh, that's actually good, or it's gotten good. Oh, wow. Uh, I think it's called, like, RSPC3 or, oh, what is it? Uh, RPCS3, that's it. And because uh, I saw some Kotaku headline that, like, or article about how it's gotten good, so I tried it. They, like, it's not every game, but... A lot of stuff works on that thing now, which is like shocking because like the PS3 was always like thought to be like the one of the consoles that's like very hard to emulate. Yeah, I mean yeah. that Ekotaka has been on that lately. Yeah, with the promoting emulation thing. Well, I mean, I have the, I I didn't boot like Tokyo Jungle. I have at least two copies of that thing, so I felt I felt justified. Oh no, that. yeah, I know yeah. that's different. You that's different. You own that game. You know, it's not like oh man, I'm. I'm sitting here just not doing what I'm supposed it, like taking it from whatever, yeah. you know. So So, well the funny thing about Tokyo Jungle was it's a downloadable game, like it's not, it's like a PSN game. Uh I have a disc for it though cuz they put out like this like best of PSN games disc like a while ago. Uh so I basically installed it off the disc and the emulator didn't know what to do with the disc cuz the disc is like just basically for PSN games. Oh, okay. Uh, so I, I had to, like, fiddle with it to get it installed. But once it ran, it was fine. Like, there's a little graphical corruption here and there in the game. Uh, but it looked really nice, all told. And I was really shocked that it ran. Like, I guess, I mean, some game, not, not every game works, uh, or, like, fully playable. But this one was, or it worked for how, how, however long I tried it. So, yeah. I mean, hey, that's good. It's always good when you can have you know, emulators that actually work and play most of the games yeah. for the reasons of what Mark said. You know, you need to play it on your PC, especially when you're getting these older consoles and you probably don't have access. You, you might have still have the games, or perhaps you don't have access to the console or your console. Uh, yeah. I, whatever, I, you know? I mean, my PS3 is in a bin right now, and I haven't turned it on in years, and I'd be afraid to because I know it's, you know, even when I was using it, you know, a decade ago or you know nine years ago is on its last legs so yeah I, I mean that's how like i said there's been times where i turned that ps3 on the last several time i turned it on and it sounded like a freaking jet and i thought it was gonna like just all of a sudden blow yeah. up or something and it's like i'm gonna turn this off before 
I have some kind of electrical fire. Yeah, before it launches off. Yeah. So I mean, it is that system is hot, and they you know thermal paste is old now. So pretty expensive. No, yeah, definitely. Uh, and I, I also had a used PS3. It's not a... Yeah, so did I. I well, I, I bought, like, the launch model 60-gigabyte uh, one stop. Um, so, yeah. I mean, but, that's... Yeah, Yeah, and I played a little more Alan Wake, but I'm kind of done with that. Like, it was nice to go back to it, but I don't need to go back to it. Like, I don't need to finish it. And also, right. those chapters are long. <laughs> yeah, that's... Oh, I do remember that. I was like, does it feel like chapters has been going on forever? Like, I think it was um, like... I played like I think it was like chapter two, and it just yeah, it goes on for just ever, and it's like you can I mean it, you can checkpoint it, or they checkpointed it pretty well, but it's like all right, I kind of this is going on a little too long. <laughs> I do like the episodic structure, but still, like you know, chapter one is like an hour, but chapter two is like four or five, or you know, yep. it feels like it. No, so it's like oh it god, <laughs> yeah, because it feels like oh man, it's gonna be one of these like it's a brisk pace kind of thing. It's like oh no, it's not. Yeah. No, it's not. So, I mean, and this is before, you know, Telltale kind of codified that and made it into a thing uh, where you can yeah. do it episodically and whatnot. So, eh, it, it's still a great, it's still a great game. And again, for the price that they're asking for getting a remaster, that's, that's oh, yeah. a pretty good deal for 30 bucks. Yeah. I dug up my old uh, Alan Wake limited edition set for the 316. I was like looking at that. Well, uh, I have been, I beat, and already reviewed uh, Echo Generation, so that's uh, done and dusted for me at least. Don't yeah. have to be putting that, be playing that anymore. And also, it, it doesn't let you go back to it either. Once you you beat it, you have to start all over. So if you forget to do something, uh, you don't have that option. You just have to start the whole thing over. And honestly, the way that this game is made, you don't really want to start over and do it again. Uh, right. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's I don't. I don't know how much I explained last time, but uh, now that I've beaten it, I kind of understand it more. This game is, it feels like it's built to make you think constantly and to make you think about every single action that you do. It makes you do math in battle. <laughs> like, it's not, uh, when you think, when you look at it, just lo- watching a trailer, right, you're seeing the gimmicky attacks and like oh paper mario with some exploration you know and it is a lot more than just that there's it really wants you to explore and find stuff by exploring um yeah it doesn't tell you where stuff is it's like a pointing the old point and click games like grim fandango data tentacle all that you have to really go through every freaking building and search every possible little icon that shows up and hope that the thing that you need shows up or you're going to be going around in circles until you find whatever it is. It just tells you, hey, you got to go find this. And then, well, okay, now figure out where it is in this like five or six areas that you have. And you can literally run around something and like not notice something that you can click on. And that could be an hour that you go off because you didn't realize that, like, uh, I've heard some people, there's an office, principal's office inside the school. There's a phone there that you have to prank call the bookstore in order to get them, uh, get her to move this thing that you've moved in order to get her distracted. 
so you can take stuff from the, the bookstore. There's people that don't. I saw it because I'm going around really close and whatever. But there's people that, like, they said they searched for hours and they could not find that phone in that office. And I was like, yeah, I'm sure that's not the last person that probably had that uh, problem. So, yeah. And it, it, what bothered me the most is not necessarily that because that's, that's kind of comes with the territory of those games. Yeah. Everything's so limited in this game. It's like, there's only so many enemies that you can fight. So there's only so much experience you can gain. There's only so many, so much money you're going to earn. And you have to spend some of that money on actual items that you need for the game and also healing items because the way the game is built, there's no way to block any attacks. You can lessen the amount of damage you get, but you cannot block anything. So at some point, you're either going to have to decide to let characters die and hope that you survive or you're going to have to heal them so that lessens the amount. Like, so everything is a, it's like resource management. It's almost like a, they made like a survival game. And it's, uh, so it's interesting in a way, but it's also annoying. So, and then like they have these pet companions, right? That help you. They don't have a way to heal. They don't have, they can heal you because they have attacks that can do that. Or some of them do anyway, but they don't have access to your inventory. So you can't use any items with them. And also they don't, level up with you they all start level one yeah so you have random enemies that eventually stop respawning at all so how the heck am i supposed to level up this pet if there's nothing for me to kill to gain experience with i don't know if that's a glitch and they just don't have you know they don't they haven't had enough people complain about it to patch it or whatever but yeah that it's i think it's a good game it's just it has stuff that's Probably going to really irk people that are used to having their hand held or getting hints or having a fast travel system because there's no fast travel. So you have to literally go back and forth through every single location every time you need to search for something. And that kind of does get annoying, uh, especially if you're playing on not the series systems. If you're playing on your PC or especially if you're playing on an Xbox One, oh, those loading screens get annoying. So uh, get ready for that if you're playing on an older PC or older... Uh, or the Xbox One. Uh, but it is on Game Pass. I feel like it's one of those perfect Game Pass games because you can decide whether you like it or not, and then you stop playing it, and there you go. You don't spend the $25 uh, that it costs to buy it. It doesn't take very long, but like I said, that's how they get you with the length. You're going to have to be going around searching for stuff for a while. But yeah. yeah. So, and I've also played a. So, did you play any of Far Cry 6 at all? Nope. Or, no. Okay. So. Yeah, late last night we were going to do the show, but I fell asleep and I woke up at like, I think it was close to two in the morning. Yep. And I was like, well, Mark, here's Far Cry 6. Yeah. And I went ahead and got me Marvel's Guardian uh, as well, because I don't really have anything. I mean, there's Pokemon, but it's Pokemon. I'll get it if I feel like it. Um, But I don't really have anything big until Halo Infinite comes out. Um, There's some indies I'm excited about here and there, but. You know, it's not the same thing. At least the you know the money, the money cost anyway. So I was like, ah, let's let's splurge a little bit, get Marvel Guardians, and I played through the first section, like the first like I guess prologue section. Yeah. Where they're kind of you know they're teaching you. I well where I'm at, you're still kind of learning some things, but you know you get to play with Rocket and Groot and Star Lord, obviously who's the main character. Uh, they do this really cool like flashback uh, scene as the beginning part where you're like a kid and you get to be in his room 
and you know go through his room and stuff like that which i thought was neat you know it i really feels like uncharted meets like a telltale game with the action set pieces um is what it feels like to me um it, you know because there's the the sections where you know you're obviously i haven't gotten to any of the, the the sections where you're making like big choices they have you make these little small choices in in dialogue conversation while you're going through a level uh but i haven't reached any part yet where you're having to make these like big decisions that apparently do change the game or at least yeah i read one review and it's basically like none of that stuff actually matters (laughs) ah man it sucks when they uh they tell you that that stuff's gonna matter and then it actually doesn't or like you know i mean i guess and i guess telltale games it all kind of um ended the same way or it's not like you could really change things that much but i mean it's like less than even less in this game so yeah i mean ah that sucks man because that was one of the things that they were really promoting through this is yeah i was like oh rocket will remember that and it's like okay but it does if it doesn't factor into the gameplay at all or you know factor into the story what what does it matter (laughs) yeah i mean you do immediately get the uh the quips and the jokes they're constantly making jokes about each other yeah uh, you know drax doesn't trust gamora because she's a traitor at this point you know she had just joined the team uh it seems like it's set like right after drax and gamora both join and so like you've been around rocket and group for a while and so drax and gamora kind of they're left to their own devices as a team on their own and so they make jokes about each other and uh right. rocket makes jokes about uh drax it, it's really, it's funny, and um, you do get to hear some of the music when you're in the flashback scene there uh, at the beginning, so yeah. they, and you can actually go through and you'll see a lot of the tracks that are in the, the soundtrack for the game uh, as well at a certain point before you continue, so you, know, you can find your favorite songs and do all that. But yeah, I mean, it's a, there's, even though you can't play with the other characters, you do upgrade their abilities. So you have to, and it seems like the points are all shared between everybody. So you have to kind of decide whose abilities you're going to upgrade and everything. And, you know, not just upgrading Star Lords. So there's a little bit of management on that end too. But yeah, it's so far uh, I've had fun uh, with a little bit that I've been able to play. So I'm excited to be able to get through that more this week. And it's been getting good reviews too. So, hey, there's that, Mark. It's not a total failure. It's between a six and an eight. That's the popular consensus. Hey, I'm I'm seeing more sevens and eights than sixes uh, so far. Well, the six was, uh, I think, the Structoid. They gave it like a 6.5 or something. Yeah. I mean, usually they're more on the uh, lenient side. So that does say, yeah, for sure, man. I I think that will be a a game that I'm going to be certainly enjoying next week. Uh, Plus, I I got to get... That's why I didn't play any Far Cry 6, because I was up. I, was, I mean, I think I was still up when I like finished downloading, but I know it's gonna, you know, the first four or five hours gonna, I'll be in, like tutorial or intro, so I didn't want to get bogged down yet, quite yet. <laughs> oh yeah, I think I played like the first thirty minutes, and then my body was like, "Dude, go to sleep." Yeah. Don't make yourself stay up anymore. And then I played uh, for like a couple of hours this morning. So yeah, well, we'll I'll have more to say on that uh, next week, and that's. Pretty much what I've been playing. I got still got to review FIFA and Tales of Arise, so I got that, that to do this week as well. Uh, but I, you know, pretty much FIFA, I just got to play around with modes that I don't normally play, like Ultimate, just to 
fiddle with it and see what they did. I just don't like having modes that feel like you, hey, buy this. Do, you know, get constantly I mean, get warped that's into. A, that's all FIFA is, isn't it? <laughs> well, no, there's actual sports game in there. Uh, but they definitely do want to get you to go play that, that ultimate. And there's been more in that as well. It seems like they are very getting much and much closer to the brink of, hey, we're, uh, we're probably going to break up here and you're going to have to figure out, you know, what this, what this all means. I, I don't know if that means that they just don't have access to the international teams and then the FIFA license. And then of course they have the licenses for everything else. So yeah. EA is being smart here. They know what they're doing. This is not like, uh, the NCAA where they lost everything when that, that court case came down. So right. they kind of protected, they learned from that and they protected themselves this time so it really is in FIFA's court of who the hell's gonna pay I, I mean outside of like Tencent or somebody who the hell's gonna pay that asking price that they're asking like yeah and then like like the problem we said last week is like who's well who's gonna make the game <laughs> you know I, I can't even imagine like even with Take-Two having that rock star money and everything else like I can't imagine they want to pay that for just to have the name FIFA and then start making a soccer game that they never made before in their lives. They'd have another WWE situation where, like, how long is it going to take for them to make this good, you know? And, and is uh, is FIFA going to be annoying like WWE are where, well, I mean, to be fair, this is the, they're paying you to make a product. You're supposed to make it good. So they have a right to be upset about it. But still, like, how long is it going to take for that game to be even passable to Pez and yeah. what is now FIFA right now. So really, really going to be interesting what happens with that. They did say, well, I think it's EA wanted to do the NFTs and the like mobile games, stuff like that. And so, you know, FIFA's, that's part of the reason why FIFA wants to up the price benefit. So we'll see uh, what happens with that. But, you know, Mark, last week you were saying, when is it that this Grand Theft Auto trilogy is going to come out? It's supposed to come out this year. Well, Coming out pretty fast here. November eleventh yeah. is when it's it's hitting. Did you watch that trailer? I have not. Well, I mean, it's Grand Theft Auto three and, and Grand Theft Auto. I mean, it, it like, looks. I, yeah, I mean, I watch it. It looks really good, kind of. And I say that because like they obviously did like a lot of work to it, but like the animation looks off or like, looks looks weird now in comparison to how the models look. You know? Oh, because they because of the uh, like remastering. Yeah. Like, you'll have, like, a character, like, waving his arm or, like, his hand around. It's like, well, in GTA 3 or Vice City or, you know, San Andreas, that made sense because his arm was, like, or his hand was, like, you know, a few polygons and had no real articulation. Like, you can see, like, way more detail on the hand and it's still, like, not moving, though. I'm seeing it here because I'm showing the the video version. I I see that, yeah. (laughs) That looks interesting. So he looks like, you know, there are, you know, yeah, they just do like a handshake and it's like, there's no hand movement or, you know, there's no like finger right. movement because in the original right. game, they had no fingers or, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, they can't really do a whole lot, but at least they have, you can see the fingers now, right? At least yeah. You can see the hand and there yeah, is. Like the, the old character moving his hand around, we just saw, it's like, yeah, that this looks, yeah. that looks awkward. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but you could definitely tell there is. Has been some work done. I mean, it's not oh, like yeah. they're just, so. I mean, that's interesting too that they added that. It, and I mean, sixty bucks, which is good price. Uh, I think it's coming to Game Pass or at least. Part yeah, of the it is. well, this is so crazy. 
I feel like before we get to November 11th, they're going to announce that Vice City is part of it too. It makes no sense to have now two parts of it on Game Pass and one part of it's not. Like, I know they're three different games, but really? <laughs> and it's also on PS Now as well, so... Well, I think the I mean, PS Now one is just GT3. Okay, is that what it is? PS Now got GTA 3 and an Xbox... I thought I saw that Game Pass got both GTA 3 and... I only saw Game Pass um, get San Andreas, and it's like, between the two, uh, Game Pass wins. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because that's the, the most recent one. I have a real kind of distinct not lo- like I don't hate it, but I don't like GTA Three. Man, that's the I, like I love Vice City. GTA Three was just it was of its own time. You know? Yeah, I mean I love Vice City and San Andreas, but not GTA Three. You know, I don't like the sound yeah. protagonist. Uh and then yeah, just the story kind of went nowhere. I thought. Yeah, but I just remember dying a lot. Yeah, and getting killed a lot <laughs> by the police. Yeah, no, I mean, you're I- correct. It is San Andreas is coming to Game Pass and GTA 3 is coming to. Like, uh, I wonder how much Vice City costs if they could one of them couldn't. Uh, I get maybe Rockstar's being smart though. Keep one of them off so that people have to buy it because if you right. you know if you have both services then you wouldn't buy the. I still haven't seen much about. Uh, I know they took. I think I saw some uh, page or some article about how they t- removed the Confederate flag from. Yes, I think Vice City or maybe one of the two. Uh, I I haven't seen anything about the radio situation though, so I'm I'm real curious about that one. I mean, I imagine they have to like have that in there, right? I mean, because no, because like the mobile port when they redid that, if like when they re released that like years ago, they like cut a radio station entirely. Well, cutting one radio station and cutting, like, the entirety of the music is a different thing. Oh, I, I'm sure they'll have a majority of the music, but not all, you know, not all of it, you know? Okay, yeah, as long as it's not, I mean, because that's what I loved about Vice City is, hey, getting to hear all those, like, 80s tracks, so. Yeah. Please don't tell me like that that's yeah, all got I, cut out. Believe me, I'm sure it'll still have Flock of Seagulls in it, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, that song was everywhere in that commercial. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's out. I think he probably hated Grand Theft Auto by the time because he's like, man, don't make my one-hit wonder even more of a one-hit wonder than it already was. Yeah. Well, I mean, he probably loved it because he got money, you know? <laughs> well, he loved it because he got money, but I'm sure if he was going on tour or anything still, it's like, what do I do? I know I have to play this song. Yeah. I mean, that's that's not the only old thing that has uh, kind of gotten some, some play. Again, I did mention, you know, being happy about Halo Infinite coming out. And well, they finally did it. They showed off the Halo Infinite campaign trailer. And we know some of the story here that Master Chief is searching for Cortana and the other Cortana-like figure was actually made to sort of lock down Cortana. So uh, interesting how that uh, works out. They're going to like a new, the humans have taken over this other Halo and so Master Chief has to figure out uh, what to do with that. Uh, did you watch this at all? Or? Uh, I watched a little of it, but I'm not that invested in a Halo story. Okay, that's fair enough. Like, I, uh, I think it's kind of interesting that it's going to be pretty different from a regular Halo game. Um, I mean, I love some of the the gameplay. I mean, not to mention it looks really good, but the like some of the gameplay stuff where he flies off something and then has the rocket launcher ready and it shoots down. 
and uh, the being able to use the grappling hook in midair to be able to grab onto a banshee or something or a ghost is yeah. pretty awesome. Like just having the grappling hook in general just makes the game better. But uh, and then there's like a weapon, there's like a vehicle depot now too, which is you know something that you've never really seen. Uh, they never really had well, on the Halo games before. I mean, the fact um, that you have experience points. <laughs> yeah. Well, and well, remember this game was supposed to be more of an open world. Yeah. Like keep you know a games as a service game at first, and then they kind of changed it back to well, we kind of got to make a Halo. Uh, but some of those elements are still there, like you said, like the experience points and everything else. So, uh, I mean, yeah, I just I I love that we're finally getting to see it. I was so worried that they would just release the game and kind of not show anything and just be like, oh well, here it is, folks. That's I hope you like it. They right. seem to be actually behind it. And from what we what saw in like six minutes that they showed, there was a lot there. So I'm uh, definitely, definitely excited. Some of the new enemies look great. Like those like bat enemies, those are going to be interesting. Uh, how you take those down. And of course, the there's like this ninja enemy that's going around trying to kill you. Uh, so there's that um, as well, along with the brute. And of course, the regular uh, Halo enemies that we're used to. So I am, I'm totally down for this. It's almost... We're almost a month away, like I'm about a month and a half away now from Halo Infinite coming out. So until they delay it again. <laughs> no, don't tell me that. Don't tell me they're going to delay it again. But it is going to be. I, I think watching this trailer kind of made me sad that there's no like campaign. Right. Uh, yeah, no co-op campaign. Sorry. Like I can't uh, go pull Randy and be like, "Hey, Randy, let's go play," or Yens or you know anybody like. I- it's just by myself, so I don't think uh, Halo's Yen's is back. <laughs> uh, it's not okay. Well, you know, I just figure this is such a big uh, release, maybe, but you know, definitely a Randy or just uh, yeah. or like an old friend or something from somewhere that's living somewhere else or might have an Xbox can't um, can't go pull them into the game at all. So I mean, you can play multiplayer with them, but not the campaign, which is what how I played Halo was with my friend's uh, campaign, and then we played the multiplayer for hours afterwards. Uh, so, yeah, it, it does make you kind of sad for that part, but hopefully it'll be in soon enough, and it, it won't be like this long wait that you have to wait for Call to be included, much like, you know, Forge and everything else. So right. we'll see what happens uh, with this. But definitely they did a great job here showcasing the the campaign and makes it even more excited for the game to come out uh, pretty yep. soon here. So, yeah, I mean, I keep on that train with old old games here. Finally, actually some substantiated rumors of Splinter Cell is actually possibly happening. Do you believe it, Mark? You, no. No. Okay. I mean, it'd be nice, but no, because they, you know, jerked us around too much and I they apparently don't care about Splinter Cell, or you know, oh, unless they're shoving Sam Fisher into like bad free to play games, or you know, the whole third echelon nonsense, like that uh, class based shooter, like the really aggro punk looking one. I mean, right. the fact that like Ubisoft keeps pumping out these like weird offshoot games instead of just giving us yo Splinter Cell. I mean, they did say it's a small chance it could be announced next year. I would have guessed like at E3 or something like that. They yeah. always like to announce a new uh, Tom Clancy outfit. We forget this is also a Tom Clancy game. They continue to go 
with the everything in Tom Clancy but Splinter Cell, and so now that's finally uh, coming in uh, again. Uh, well, it, yeah, mean, like well, the rumor was yeah, open world like Hitman style gameplay, and it's like I I don't know if that would be good for Splinter Cell because like Hitman, the whole thing about Hitman is you can literally like put on a different costume and like walk around people, Splinter or walk around you know the populace. Splinter but Cell you're doesn't have also kind of hiding yourself. Yeah, and yeah, it's still stealth gameplay in Splinter Cell. So you mean Hitman? Or well, Splinter Cell has stealth gameplay in it. Oh right? sure, but like yeah. Splinter Cell always has this, you know, levels or you know, yeah, you can just like or closed off routes, so you can't just attack a building however you want. Oh really. that, no, yeah, it's that's that's the big difference. Not only is it the costumes, it's Hitman's kind of made it to where like, well, you kind of create your own how you want to kill everyone. Whereas Splinter Cell is like, okay. I guess it's kind of more like Metal Gear, where you're deciding where and I mean, when to be stealthy. But the, the yeah. thing about that is, like, yeah, Metal Gear, Metal Gear is like that, but like Metal Gear Five, Solid Five was pretty good. But yeah. that wasn't really. I mean, that was an open world game, but it's still it was kind of a sandbox, you know. Right. And it's just kind of strange because like you kept having to go back to, like your home base, and I I assume. If they do a Splinter Cell, it'll be, it'll be more like that, honestly. Yeah, I mean, that the rumor, like you said, is to have some Hitman elements. I mean, some Hitman elements would be to let you have more freedom in how you take down characters, I guess, you know, and not necessarily but, having you closed I, off routes. I guess for me, though, my, my problem with that is, like, if, if I had that type of freedom, I would just, like, pop a drone, find the target I need to, and then blow up the drone next to him. <laughs> like, Hitman incentivizes <laughs> you to, like, actually be stealthy. And to right. figure out ways, like different ways of killing your opponent or killing your target, I should say. Splinter doesn't really have that. It's just, hey, yeah. kill this guy or, you know, get to him. And that's about it. I mean, just, it's interesting to me that, like, this has been, what, uh, nine years, well, more nine years. Like, I think Blacklist uh, was 2013. Yeah, 2013. So, seven? Yeah. Eight. Eight? Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's still a long time for people who have been really clamoring for this to come. Every time they announce a Tom Clancy game, it's like, no, that's not the one we want, Ubisoft. Thanks. The, the funny thing is, is uh, Blacklist didn't sell. <laughs> like, yeah. And that was actually, to me, the best one of the franchise. I mean, me and Yen's played, I think, I don't think we finished it, but we played a lot of it, like co op together, just like Halo used to have. Uh, and I love the, like, you actually had a lot of freedom in that game, too, because you could, like, buy different equipment and equip it. Like, you could, you know, you could go fully stealth or try to go full, like, Rambo. And the game let you do that. But the game didn't sell, so that's why Ubisoft hasn't made one. Why do you think that, were the people just not like Blacklist at that point, or is it? I don't know. I don't know. I think they were, I don't know if that was the one they replaced the main actor, Michael Ironside, or not. That might have been, like, one of the previous ones. I know people were put off by that. Which is really dumb, uh, but I, yeah, I think it was like not what people were like expecting, like the traditional Splinter Cell, because that one that one also had, was a little more open about what you could do. So yeah, maybe it just didn't you know appeal to people. Yeah, I mean, also at that point you had well, you had that was the sixth Splinter Cell game yeah. in about almost ten years, right? So maybe. A little bit of burnout at that point as well. Well, I mean, by that time, Assassin's Creed was in very much yeah. its heyday. And yeah, that too. Like Far Cry 3, I think, was coming out or maybe even was out by that point. Uh, 
that there are a lot more open, like open world stealth games out there than than Blacklist. Yeah, I mean, I think also like I don't know, if Splinter Cell like lends itself to the Ubisoft format that they have now as well as the other games do. Not so at perhaps, all. <laughs> yeah, so perhaps that was just something of like Ubisoft's like, well, we don't really know what to do with this now that we're making games this way. Yeah. Bla- okay. Blacklist was the one where they replaced Michael uh Sam or Michael Ironside as the voice of Sam Fisher. Uh oh, okay. Which is good because I remember uh, Splinter Cell, the, the last one, he, he sounded like drunk half the time. So it's like, yeah, that, yeah this is good. needed. But it's like, it's weird that like something as minor as that, because that, I think that was a huge backlash. Like, that's, who cares, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. That, that's, that's, uh, wasn't it? It was also on the Wii U, right? Yeah. Yeah. It came to a bunch of stuff. I mean, yeah, I played the 360 version. Right. I think the Wii U one is later too. I want to say, uh, yeah. Well, probably considering the way the Wii U was at that time. Uh, yeah, and worse. So <laughs> it is good. It's good that this is finally coming back. Let's hope that they can uh, kind of reimagine and get what was good about Splinter Cell, and also kind of add more of the modern stuff to it. I mean, deciding to add Hitman stuff being a more successful, like you said, open world or just kind of open environment stealth game is a good one to take from at least yeah i i just don't have a lot of faith in faith in uh ubisoft okay fair enough like you know because they 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 announce projects all the time we even like have rumored about projects but it's like look at how like look at like beyond good and evil 2 yeah or uh i mean they finally canceled wild after like nine years or you know six years or whatever but like look at uh what's the other one uh skull and bones or Whatever the hell the yeah, pirate game bones, is. which that's apparently still in production and still work, being worked on, and they had to change a lot of it. And yeah, I mean, I think also like think about who's probably left that even worked on Square Cells. Like you're talking about a whole. This is a totally different people working on it that have no. I mean, they obviously may have played the game, or they would have to play the games to understand them. But this is not people that really have experience like making those games. So now they're going back to that. Right. I think that's a different thing for them too when they're so used to making, you know, Assassin's Creed the way it is and finding ways to have five different DLCs and have the game last 200 hours. And that, that's, uh, yeah, that's another thing. That's like, kind of game. Like, it's, yeah, you're not going to have Splinter Cell, like, yeah, last 50 hours or be some like live service game. Like, even Hitman doesn't really do that. Like, it has, like live service elements, but not to the extent that like a typical Ubisoft game would have. So yeah, uh, I, I, that's gonna it's gonna be interesting how Ubisoft does it because yeah, this is totally not in their their realm. Like everything they do has to have some kind of continuous element to it. Like every game has to be able to have like I mean, I guess they could add DLC to it, right? Like Hitman. I, but what else after that? I guess yeah. I imagine if. if if this is all true, I imagine you'll have like a big ass city environment and like every few days or, you know, it'll be some like rotating band of targets you eliminate. And the, the okay. point, like you have to figure out how to get, get to the target, like in like an office building or some skyscraper or something. And it'll be stuff like that. Yeah. But again, my methodology would just be pop a drone, fly it into, fly it into the building and blow it up, you know? <laughs> well, uh, speaking of, old characters coming together uh so we we have the nickelodeon game that came out 
at the beginning of the month. Uh, seems to be fine. I haven't heard anything like totally just derogatory about it, but obviously it's missing things. I think we've talked about like it doesn't have the music for the characters and all that stuff. Yeah. Now Warner Brothers is getting into the act of the Smash Brothers uh, clone, and apparently it's not being handled by NetherRealm Studios. There was rumors going around that it was. Uh, Jeff Grubb is saying that it's not another Realm game. Jeff Grubb is pretty on point with when he's hosting uh, rumors and things. So obviously Warner Brothers has that whole Warner library to have access to, and that's a lot of different characters. I mean. If you could say there's companies that could do this, right? There's only so many. Like Disney could do this, obviously. Yeah. Um, and Warner Bros. is another one of those. <laughs> this this lineup of characters, something. I want to know how they're going to make this all work. Uh, so right now we have the rumored list of the games being, I guess, codenamed Multiverses right now. Shaggy, obviously Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. Gandalf from Lord of the Rings. Tom and Jerry, Batman, Fred Flintstone, Mad Max, and Johnny Bravo from Cartoon Network. Okay. <laughs> what I, do you think? Uh, I'm reminded of Lego Dimensions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but also, it it seems that lineup seems kind of kind of safe and boring. I would say. I mean, well, you're to gonna me. announce the ones that people know, right? First. Right. I mean, you're you're not gonna announce like. I don't know. Pick random Hanna Barbera character here, like uh, Huckleberry Hound. Or like, I mean, uh, I, I, like I, I want like I want this to be like Mugen, like that you know fighting game that has a bunch of like weird sprites, you know, weird ripped off characters. So yeah. Instead of you know, instead of uh, oh, who is it? Yeah. Instead of like Shaggy or Batman, I want like Neo from the Matrix or. Uh oh, what's his name? He could be in it technically, I guess, right? Or uh Henry Hill from Goodfellas. <laughs> Henry Hill from Goodfellas. <laughs> hey, that's a Warner Brothers movie, why not? Oh my god. Or uh the Kurt Russell's character from Soldier. <laughs> his alternate skin will just be the Master Chief costume. <laughs> uh, but I mean it it has a there's there's problems with making a like brawler like party fighting game. And I think like right. Nickelodeon ha- ran into the issue of at, at its core, it's a good, it's a decent enough fighting game, uh, but it has none of the personality and like none of the the other things stuff. that make Smash yeah to make it like right? memorable yeah. And it's funny because that PlayStation All Stars game you know a decade ago or years ago whenever the hell that came out that was the opposite problem. It had a lot of good uh like, you know good characters and good like atmosphere, but the fighting engine sucked. Yeah. <laughs> If the fighting engine sucks, doesn't matter if you have all the other stuff. If the game's not fun to play, then yeah. forget about it. So you need both those things. Like that's why like Smash, even like the original Smash, like worked because like it yeah, it had only had like you know, ten characters or twelve characters, but it had a like respect for the characters to an extent and right. like it's like property as well, that it still worked. Yeah. I and that's the thing is like the fact that Nether Realm is not involved in it because, you know, we've seen them uh that we always go back to that WWE Immortals game, uh, which was awesome for right. the fact of like taking WWE characters and basically putting them in a, almost like a Mortal Kombat setting and making them cool and making it fun. And it was a mobile game. And it's like, man, imagine what they could do with this to have all these characters at their disposal. And then what do you do with the brawler base around it? So it's, I'm going to have to really 
number one, see a trailer and then also like find out who is, who's the company that's, that's behind this at all. You know, Travers Tales. I mean, they're fine, but you know, they're not. I'm kind of joking about that one, but I mean, yeah, like I don't, I don't know the structure of WB's like hierarchy of game company, you know, who they have. Right. Well, plus we still don't know what's going on with the, are they going to split them off? Are they not? Are they, what are they going to do with all of them? So that's, that's all still up in the air too, but it is interesting that they are like coming out with something, a brand new IP uh, at that time when this is going on. So, yeah, I mean, at at least there's, you got, you're seeing that it's going to be varied. So that's, interesting in a way too apparently this all came about because there was an ultra instinct shaggy meme going around where a shaggy was looking like ultra instinct goku yeah i mean there's always been like fan art like that because like, a funny right. uh like john cena going super saiyan video on youtube oh <laughs> yeah i remember that one the over nine thousand with john yeah. Cena can't can't see me and he's not there or... <laughs> so, so he'll be in the game also <laughs> Why not? Just throw them in there. An extra special character. You know, Mortal Kombat has characters that have nothing to do with their series in there. Right. Why not? Uh, well, you know, that was the whole thing with PlayStation All-Stars Battle World. They didn't have enough characters, so they had to go bring in, like, uh, Assassin's Creed and other characters in there. It's like, what? What? You know? Well, right, Assassin's whatever. Creed originally was supposed to be a PlayStation uh, franchise. Yeah. And then Ubisoft was like, oh, wait, we can make more money putting on everything. So here you go. Smart on Ubisoft's part there. Like, imagine what that would have been. Telling oh, man. Game. Imagine if they put the Iron Giant in the game. That would be an interesting one, how you make it work, right? Like, by the way, Smash has, like, Ridley and stuff like that. So, he'll be, he'll be I the mean, boss. That's, that's the thing. Do you have someone like Sakurai that is very dedicated to making sure that all these characters are going to work and all of them can actually... Like, be useful in that game. Not just, okay, well, here's a character. It's in there. Cool. Oh, but when you play as them, it's, like, useless. Yeah. You know? So, you don't want... Or you don't want all these characters to kind of play similarly either because then that takes the fun out of it, too. So, there's a lot that they have to really um, think about here as they're doing that. Um, So, other interesting news involving uh, an old... I think that they're still going on. The Wu-Tang Clan have a video game in the works, an RPG, in fact, being made by Brass Lion Entertainment. Um, it's pretty much a Microsoft project, so probably going to be exclusive to Xbox. I mean, I don't know if that means the actual, like, band or if it's just a martial arts style, but, you know, it would be, be interesting. It'll be a sequel to Shaolin style from the PS1. Yeah, but, hey, I mean... That's cool that Microsoft is doing stuff like this. We're just making some weird games and letting them be. Who knows when we'll see it or how far along it is, but it's out there and it's happening. So there's that. No, no one can stop it. You say that. But, you know, what can stop a game is the delay, Mark. And a game that I was really looking forward to, the Advance Wars 1 to 2 reboot camp has been delayed. It's no longer coming out December 3rd. And... It's now coming out spring of 2022. So everything is coming spring of 2022, Mark. Just everything at this point. I mean, you look at, like, I was looking at November and I was like, what the heck is even coming out in November besides the Pokemon uh, remakes? Uh, Shimmy Game of Tensei. That's about it. Oh, Shimmy Game of Yeah, that's right. 
There's a lot of stuff coming out like in the 11. Or like and then, Call of Duty. <laughs> yeah, well, what? For some reason, I always thought I always thought Call of Duty was coming was already out. But um, you know, still the <laughs> that's the big thing is like so much stuff has been delayed, and this is just like another one of those that is not getting delayed. But it's good. It's good that Nintendo's taking their time with it and making sure it's gonna be uh good for when it does come out. It's kind of a bummer because I was excited to like really play that game when it's coming out, but have to wait. Uh, yeah, it looks okay. Begin. Yeah, yeah. We've been accustomed to waiting this year, so I never played. Better. I never played like the original one, so I can't comment on them at all. Ah, <laughs> uh, they're great, great strategy games. I did play the. Uh, I did like one of the games ripped off the Military Madness. Ah, okay. Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, those like Advanced War ripoffs. No, I meant Advanced War ripped off Military Madness. <laughs> oh, yes, but hey, you know what? They're uh, taking inspiration. That's okay. Yeah. Uh, at least well, they not. added like a story and characters, yeah. so that was different than Military <laughs> Madness, which is literally blue guys versus green guys, and that was it. That's why Advanced Wars are remembered, right? You think about yeah. those characters and the story. So something to that. Speaking of characters, Overwatch finally has the renamed McCree character. His name is Cole Cassidy. That seems like such a oh hey, you know who was named Cole Cassidy? A WWE character, a WWE superstar. You know how like. Boiler parade, those names are. Good job, Blizzard. Good job. Yeah, it's incredibly generic. Like, you wouldn't expect that normally from Blizzard, but hell, just call him like Rainer, you know? Why not? Uh, I don't know, they might as well just call him Gunman. Cowboy <laughs> Man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's good that he finally does have the new name, but God. Now they can and get uh, all the voice actors in to re record the lines. <laughs> and he's been officially renamed today, so as of today. He should have the new uh, name uh, as far as that goes. So there's that uh, for you folks that are playing Overwatch. And I don't know when you're going to get your Overwatch too, but keep going. Keep going with the Overwatch. Uh, I I fired it up recently because they had their Halloween event going on right now. Right. And it just seems incredibly, like, boring. <laughs> or, you know. I mean, have they really added anything, like, major in a while? No. And even, like, the Halloween costumes, like, for this year kind of sucked. So it's a ye. Ah, oh, that's just, but also like not game, surprising. Well, the game's obviously in, in like a holding pattern, but it's like, yeah, like Overwatch right. Two needs to come out like next month, not two years from now. <laughs> like how much, how much longer can you coast on this thing? Oh, and that's the thing too. It's like it, you know, because they're making Overwatch Two, there's not an emphasis to sit there and make like big content it, for exactly Overwatch yeah. One, whereas you really could have just not announced it and made. Content. I mean, Activision has the money, bro. Don't tell me they don't have the money to have a team that's they a separate team that could have been making, uh, uh you know, Overwatch Two or you know, most of the lead team making Overwatch Two, and then have a separate team that is making content and actual like content that's worth it for Overwatch One, so that you don't. Because again, like you said, that's two years. Man. Yeah. Like the chance that you have of like losing a huge player base that maybe doesn't come back. Because they saw what you did with your content role for Overwatch One. I mean, that's that's a serious thing. Obviously, you know, when they come out with Overwatch Two, they're going to be sitting there doing all the the league stuff again and trying to get it all popular again. And you know, that will probably get people into it. But man, I just don't. Uh, you know, I just I just don't have faith in that for now. I mean, they got I mean, they got to fix their internal problems right now for that. Anyway. <laughs> 
Yeah, they should have announced Overwatch 2 and gone like, hey, it'll be out in six months. Exactly, the beta, yeah. The beta's out now. Or, you know, if you pre-order now, you can, you can play the beta or something they, like that. They did, not... the, they did the typical uh, Blizzard thing of announce it and then, well, it'll come out when it comes out. And it's like, this is not the kind of game that you needed, that you have the whole it comes out when it comes out thing. Yeah, it ain't it's Diablo, like, or not, it's not StarCraft. Yeah, exactly. It's not Diablo where people just kind of keep doing it and keep doing it, and then they will add things and it kind of incentivizes them to keep going. But it's like Overwatch, definitely you need to have a different kinds of content, and that's just not not conducive to this. But we'll see. We'll see what happens Yeah, uh, when that goes down. Interesting that we finally have the... Right now, sorry, I have uh, someone deciding to run a garbage disposal while I'm recording for some reason, so Fun. it's uh, messing me up. But uh, uh, Eric Barone, who is the creator of Stardew Valley, um, is making a... It's sort of Stardew Valley 2, but he's not calling it that. It's called The Haunted Chocolatier. That You know what? I will give him props for coming up with an interesting name. At least, like, I don't think anybody would have been like, yeah, let's name my game Haunted Chocolatier. Uh, so, and, and the reason why it is, because apparently it's, it's an environment where it's going to be different, like, where you have forests, and you have, uh, like, snowy parts, and you also have areas where you're going to have, uh, dead ghosts, uh, staffing the place. So, uh, why not? Well, I think, like, I, I, did you watch the trailer or no? I, like... yeah. The ghosts are gonna... literally like making your chocolate, <laughs> like like running a shop, and they're like your employees. It looked like. Yeah, I mean, what you know, like that's cool though. Like I like the fact that he has I his mean, own. This game reminded me of it. It's like a cross between Stardew Valley and Reketeer. Yeah. Or not Reketeer, not Reketeer. It's oh, yeah, Reketeer yeah. and Item Shop Hill. That's it. I think it's like pronounced differently though. Maybe who knows? But that game was like, yeah, you run a shop. And you have to sell crap to people, and then you can also like dungeon hire up yeah. hire explorers or hire heroes to like explore the dungeon to get more stuff. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I I love the fact that we have like slimes and birds and all this kind of other uh, like things that you uh, need to fight to get the ingredients for the chocolate. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I mean you're, you're not just exploring the stupid mine like you were in uh, Stardew Valley. So that's that's a positive. Yeah, I mean he's. He's definitely learned from. I wonder if that means you know multiplayer will be available pretty quickly from the beginning and not. I don't know if there's a lot of multiplayer. I mean, yeah. you think it's going to be like only single? Yeah, because I mean, player? it looks like it has still has like the social aspect, but it looks like way more of an actual like item based game, game or you yeah. know, but it still has like the social. It still has like the like gift giving crap from Stardew Valley or like the relationship, but yeah, you're not making a farm or you're not. Doesn't look like that at all. <laughs> yeah, it looks like more of a like you know a typical or not typical, but just like a an adventure game where you're making choices and you're getting things and yeah, um, yeah. It's not hey, I have my farm and let's keep building it and stuff. right. So, but uh, it looks cool. I don't know if I'll I don't know if I'll get it at launch, but I like I did like uh, Stardew Valley, so sure. Yeah, uh, I mean he he did say it. Uh, it's also more of an action RPG. He right. said it's uh, a little more fighting, a little less farming. If you saw on the, tra- you know, if you watched on video, I saw the trailer while we're talking. Uh, so there's that, at least um, that yeah. you will be. If you didn't like the fact that that game was pretty much like oh farming, not too big on that. You get 
his game made in more of a uh, traditional style. So there's that at least. Um, and that will entice me because I'm not a big, like, oh, go farm this and make that kind of thing. Yeah, I wasn't either, but I, I think Stardew does kind of work, but then, like, it has systems in it that are just kind of wonky. Like, I actually didn't like the uh, dungeon stuff that much in that game, just because right. it's so kind of boring after a while, or, you know, samey. But this looks more action-oriented, like you have like, a bow and arrow, which didn't exist in Stardew Valley, I know that. <laughs> yeah, and you have swords and stuff like that, too. Yeah. There's... Well, I know I was looking forward to this, Mark, and I know you are, because you're a, you're a big uh, Sonic fan, but... Man, that's really a bummer that Sonic Mania 2 looks like it might have been canceled. Um, I mean, why, why cancel the game that, uh, was probably one of the best you've had in a long time when it, you think about Sonic? Because they have and, to greenlight Sonic, uh, so- Sonic the Fighters 2. <laughs> well, and Sonic, whatever that, we still don't know what that, the name of the game is, that new game. Yeah. Uh, so apparently Zippo, who are the, Team that made Sonic Mania, um, saying that basically Sega were being very unreasonable, extremely unreasonable, uh, and so they did not uh, continue with Evening Star. And now Evening Star went on to make their own platform that has nothing to do with Sonic, and that's kind Oops. of sad. <laughs> I mean, that's not the first time Sega has been. I mean, not the first time Sega has done something like that, where they ruined what could potentially be a franchise for them because of. Dumb. Sonic is like baffling because like they will make a game, uh, even if it's like a halfway decent game, like Colors, I guess that got decent reviews at the time. Yeah, but they won't iterate on it. They'll just make a whole new other game after that. And it's like, wait, why didn't you, why didn't you just make another yeah, one of these? Yeah, aside from fix the, like the original it, Sonics, right? Yeah, you yeah. know, fix the issues it had, and then you know, release it, and hey, it'll do better. Yeah, it doesn't. Uh, that doesn't make sense. It's just like. I get it also that you want to like make new things with your with your star character or whatever, but it's also just don't you want to make money? Like don't you want to like sell games? Like people well, want more of that what they played, so why not I mean, let that I, company do that? Like I've always said, the issue with Sonic and the reason why Mania worked is because it was a two D game. Right. Like they keep trying to put Sonic in 3D crap and it doesn't work because of the speed and camera issues, at least typically. Uh, right. I mean, look at Mario. Mario works in 3D because Mario is kind of a slow character. Yes. Uh, that, like, that why, like, it's weird that Kirby has taken so long to be 3D because he's slow too. Right. You know. Uh, well, Kirby, I think the difference between Mario and Kirby is like Mario doesn't have, most Mario games, 3D Mario games don't have power ups. Yeah. Or they may have, like, no, one or two suits, or, like, maybe three or four, but that's about it. Like, Kirby has at least... Mario doesn't fly, really. Right. You know, Kirby has at least ten different powers, or, you know, more, depending on what they do. Uh, but, yeah, like, 3D Sonic games don't work. But, like, look at, like, compare Mario 64 like Mario Odyssey. Aside from the hat shit and the possession stuff, they are basically the same game. Yeah. You can and that's not, that. like, that you ain't a negative. Argue. Like, hey, if it, if, it, if, it, if it works, don't break it. But... Sonic Sonic three and three D has never worked, at least generally, and they've never taken the time to fix it. So they should be, you know, paying Christian Whitehead and either you know this the team as much as they want for Sonic Mania two, and then from Sonic Mania two to Sonic Mania ten. Yeah, they could definitely. Don't get me wrong; there are parts of Sonic Mania I don't like, but it's the best Sonic game since for twenty years. (laughs) Yep. Ah, Sega, why, why, why? So, 
That being said, speaking of another uh, Japanese studio, Grasshopper Manufacturer, of course, that's the uh, Suda 51 studio. Yeah. Uh, it's been bought by NetEase, which are the second largest games company in China behind Tencent. Uh, Suda is obviously happy because that means he can make bigger games, bigger production budget, because his, uh, I mean, he's gotten some, like, Shadows of the Dam was, like, published by Ye, and, uh, you know, he had the Lollipop Chainsaw and all that. I mean, those are the two games that I really love. From Grasshopper Manufacturer. I think they also had. Did he make a Mad World as well? Uh, I believe um, so. Or no, no, that was, I think that was Sega. Well, but like I think he's involved in that game, right? So oh, that's Platinum. Platinum, okay, Platinum. Either. Uh but oh, he made a Killer is Dead. But yeah, he has a lot of like really interesting games and like interesting concepts. Like that Flower Sun Rain game is like when I think of like original games. Yeah. That is something that, like, you don't see ever again, uh, something like that that was made. So, you know, it's interesting that he will have, like, production to finally go with, like, what his ideas and, and everything else. And then also, you know, we talked uh, last week, uh, was it the, um, Yakuza, uh, creator or, like, director? Produ- yeah. Right? Uh, going to NetEase as well. So, NetEase is starting to make some moves. And I mean, that's those are two big names to go ahead and grab already that quickly. Uh, so we'll be interesting to see how this is all going to work out. Well, it's um, funny because I think uh, Sudo also said that they're not going to make a No More Heroes, you know, that's gone or that's done. Well, yeah, obviously. Um, I, I assume Nettie's not going to let him just work with other big publishers like that. Um, yeah. But he did. So he doesn't own the IP that's owned by. No, I think they do own it. Uh, but. He just doesn't want to make it anymore. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's fine. And like, you've done a, what you can with No More Heroes. You did three games. Yeah. Uh, you know, and like, that's it. I mean, well, not just three games. I mean, he did the three big games. People like wanted him to make that one. third game. Yeah. Um, and then that Travis, the, the mini game thing. Yeah, um, the, the but, bad one. <laughs> yeah. So, like, you know, and he was, uh, he, he writ, he wrote some stuff for that Power Pro Wrestling World as well, but, yeah, I mean, he, he did everything he could with uh, No More Heroes. Obviously, also director on the Silver Case, which for the time, Silver Case was a, a big game. I tried to play the remaster um, when it came out a few years ago. I don't think it worked that well. Yeah, uh, they definitely was a game for its time. For its time. Uh, so, like, I just, I'm, I'm a big fan of Suda, so I'm happy for him. Well, I, this is more of a, like, let's see what, actually happens like what comes out of it uh for him in a way yeah but uh yeah i mean i I think the the last thing we haven't talked about here is that god of war apparently is being made by a from pc is being made by a port studio uh jetpack who have history of making a dark souls for pc plants vs zombies garden warfare 2 uh as well and you know nba live games which well that that's not a a a great (laughs) talk about here but yeah yeah like i'm sure it'll be fine hopefully hopefully Mm -hmm. it's fine and works and that's what matters those ps5 games work pretty well on pc i mean there may be different studios but i mean sony's like i released like a busted version of one of their games especially yeah they're not gonna let them busted (laughs) they would definitely get another studio to work on it before they just let it release like that right because it's it's god of war i mean you cannot get that wrong and put that on pc and be like hey go Go spend a bunch of money on it. Um, Unlike, say, Nintendo with the N64. 
Yes, unlike Super Nintendo with it. But hey, you know what? We talked about this last week. I said, watch it, because they did not improve the back end of Switch Online at all. And look what's happening already. I mean, stuff's not working right. Uh, apparently, the this is very Nintendo too, but apparently the you can only play with friends online. You cannot play with randoms. So, I figured I, I kind of expected that actually. Yeah. Uh, and it just like some stuff is weird. Like it doesn't uh, work right. I mean, uh, well, the the online part doesn't work correctly because apparently they need like every player to be in sync or have a like, perfect internet. That's just not really that's feasible. Not, yeah, I mean, I, it doesn't make sense to me. Somebody doesn't go and tell Nintendo like you have to account for the fact that everybody around the world doesn't have the same uh, same kind of internet. I don't get it. Why is that difficult for Nintendo to grasp? And... Well, that's an issue. But also another issue is uh, apparently like Sega Genesis works fine because of right. course it does. But uh, the N64 emulator has problems. Uh, I saw parts about or bits about like it has laggy controls and like. Yeah. I think it's Zelda in particular, Ocarina of Time looks kind of, or is like busted on it. Like I saw someone like backflipping in uh, one of the villages and like the game basically like slowed way down and then it crashed. Ugh, wow. And I think that's cool. <laughs> like, you know. That, that's what you want when you're, you know, trying to, you're charging. Look, you don't even have a monthly fee for this like you do with the Switch Online, the regular. You're charging Fifty dollars a year, you have to pay either thirty more if you already have Switch Online, or in like in my case, I don't even have Switch Online. You got to pay fifty dollars up front, and it doesn't even work necessarily well, and maybe, the emulator doesn't work well just to play it single player. Which that's not great. Maybe maybe that's why there's no no monthly fee because people just play it for a month or just a few days and go screw this and not play it again. Yep. No, but that's the problem. Like. To play it, you got, I mean, Nintendo was smart here in that, well, we're going to make you pay for a year because if you don't touch it, well, we already got our money. Yeah. Uh, because I mean, I kind of understand them. Like you said, right? They'll, they'll do the thing of, oh, well, they'll play the games they want or figure out it doesn't work and then they won't touch it again and they won't come back to it. So now it's like, well, even if you don't come back to it, you paid you 50 bucks. So whatever. But it's like, yeah. that's so crappy as well because if you know these games are not gonna you know work very well then perhaps you need to consider either charging less or not release it yet but or yeah or doing more work on it yeah like yeah. i mean it's cool that they work and they play online and stuff but not if they don't play very well right uh, you're you're zapping the fun out of it because if i'm having to constantly have problems playing mario kart that's, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna play it have it run like ten frames a second with a bunch of audio issues. It's like what the hell? Well, let's let's. Uh, I mean, Sony is doing that Uncharted movie. Um, so they did release the the trailer for it, and you get to see uh, plenty of Mark Wahlberg and uh, Tom Holland. Uh, Tom Holland <laughs> blanked for a second. Uh, Tom Holland is uh, Nathan Drake. A lot of uh, criticism for this of Nathan Drake. I don't know. Okay, here's the thing. Like the people that are asking for the original voice actors of Nathan Drake to be in this movie, do you like not understand that when the movie, when the game was being made, Nathan Drake's not supposed to be fifty? Yeah. Like, like I mean, do you want like maybe if we're talking about if they're making Uncharted Four: Thieves and the movie, but not the original? So. Well, like, also like 
I always, I, I also saw the thing about like, oh, the Nathan Fillion fan movie, he, or, you know, the thing he did a few years ago. Yeah, right. But it's like he's old, also. You know, he's fifty as well. Yeah. Same as Nolan I mean, North, and this is obviously obviously supposed to be like an like a. I wouldn't say prequel necessarily, but more like an intro movie. Right. It's uh, supposed to be, yeah. So exactly, it's supposed to be like the start of the franchise, whatever. Maybe it doesn't necessarily follow all of uh, Uncharted One or have you know a lot of the set pieces of it or whatever. But it's still supposed to be Uncharted One. Yeah. So you can't start with him at fifty years old because uh, number one, it's going to turn off a lot of people, and that's the thing too. Like people need to understand, it's like. This goes beyond just making this for the fans of the Uncharted games. They got to make it for people that are just going to go see the damn movie. So, like, if you have the opportunity to use a Tom Holland, like, why wouldn't you? I mean, right? and, I think that was, a, that was, it's weird because that's, I would say that's the mindset of that Assassin's Creed movie they made, like, five years ago. But they didn't make it for the fans. They made it for, like, the populace, like the general public, and it's like that's why that movie sucked. <laughs> oh, no, but that's different, though. Like Assassin's Creed has a lot of intricacies that, like, you have to honor the fans about, or you're gonna have to explain some things that people that didn't play the games don't are not gonna understand at all. And you can really go the wrong way with that. Like Uncharted is basically an action movie already. Yeah, but you do need to have actors that people know. I, and, and I will say though, go to movie, yeah. I mean, I, yeah, but I, the only thing is, I still think. Don't get me wrong; he's not a bad actor, and I actually do like him. I still think both Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. Well, Wahlberg's appropriate, I guess. But Tom yeah, Holland might be like a little too young for this role. Okay, fair enough. I, I'm okay with if you want to say he's too young for the role. He looks because you know Nathan Drake is. More of an, he looks like, okay, this is a older man. Like, and maybe in his 30, maybe he's not 30, but he looks like he's in his 30s, right? Like Tom Holland. Well, I mean, yeah. Looks like a well, kid, you know, like. I mean, Uncharted, that was made, what, 2008, 2007? Yeah. I mean, yeah, Noah North was in his 30s or like 35 or, you know. Well, I'm not talking about Noah North. That's just the voice actor. I'm talking about the, uh, the, however they made the character in Uncharted. Yeah, he's not some young kid. He's a right. He's yeah. pretty established, even in right. that game. So I can understand that aspect of saying, "Well, Tom Holland looks like a little kid." Yeah, you know, and this isn't like we're starting. It's almost like the the sort of like uh, Harrison Ford with Indiana Jones, right? Harrison Ford wasn't this child or this teenager or this like in his twenties no, guy when he started Indiana Jones. He was still older. Right. Well, he, right. in the movie, he's a college professor, so... Right. He has so, to be somewhat established. I think that I can kind of see that aspect of it, of people getting upset because it's like, well, okay, cool, I know you're starting the franchise, but damn. <laughs> like, you're starting him, like, really young, I guess. I, um, I got I got two words for you that would have fixed everything. Or three words. Cast Shia LaBeouf. No. <laughs> he just moves from Indy to Indiana Jones to Uncharted. What more do you want? <laughs> right? Like, that's That's all you gotta do. Uh, I don't know. One another. I don't think I'll see the movie. Uh, I, assume, I mean, maybe it gets good ratings, then I may chance it, but I don't care about Uncharted that much anyway. Right. But it, the movie didn't, uh, the trailer didn't, like, offend me, or, you know, just, it didn't, like, annoy me. I was just like, all right. Yeah, I mean, the, Randy was like. excited. Yeah. Like, he said that he liked it, and, um, you know, he said that people are just complaining to complain, which, in some ways, that they're right. They are complaining to complain. Uh, it doesn't matter what they would have done. 
you know, people would be upset. Yeah. So uh, you kind of got to take it as it comes, really. But uh, yeah, that's going to be it for the show today as far as uh, what's been going on. Well, I'll have a lot more to talk about for Guardians of the Galaxy next week. I did come out today, so if you've been waiting for that game, uh, go get it. Go get it right now. Uh, but also other things coming out either today or later this week. The um, Fatal Frame Made in Black, Made in a Blackwater, uh, it's come out or is coming out in a couple days. So if you're waiting for that, we use uh, port. And that's coming. Age of Empires 4 is also coming in a couple of days. It's on PC Game Pass if you want to play it. I would suggest also to go check out Backbone, which is finally coming to console after being on PC uh, for most of the year. It's a game with animals, and it's uh, I like a detective game, so it's very uh, interesting. That Voice of Cards Isle of Dragon, that Square Enix uh, card thing that they showed off at the last, was it the Direct? Yeah. Uh, that's coming out on the same day, and uh, that Super Robot Wars uh, 30 is coming out on PC, which... That's awesome that that game is finally coming and like where people outside of Japan can play it. Uh, that game has a long history and a um, I I've played some of those games and they're actually pretty fun. It sucks when you can't understand what they're saying. <laughs> so um, oh, you mentioned cool Mario Party. I uh, Mario Party as well. Yes, I was about to get to that. Mario Party is coming out. Uh, Superstars. Uh, that's the uh, 64 Mario Party with um, everything kind of. Like revamped and redone. Are you excited about this? Uh, I'm this sure we'll have some great online play. <laughs> well, hey, at least it's bringing in online play from the beginning, right? Uh, you don't well, have yeah. to wait years for the online play to show up. I, I meant more about like just look, look at the N64, how well that's doing, or you know, the, a lot of their other crappy yeah. online systems. Yeah, that's true too. And I'm sorry, uh, somebody decided to burn something here and try to kill me while I'm recording this podcast. Uh, Toonshay is also coming out, which I've been excited about. It's made by those Peruvian developers. It's an indie game. comes out on the 2nd, so um, I'm, I will definitely be uh, checking that out as well. So, And then that Demon Turf game, the, the platformer, uh, comes out on the 4th, and the Binding of Isaac coming out again. Yeah. The the DLC, is it DLC again? Uh, maybe, like, maybe it may just be like a new package or something. Yeah. I don't I've lost track of that game. <laughs> <laughs> And of course, Call of Duty Vanguard. Yeah, uh, I should probably start quick. emailing people about that thing. Yep, I was going to ask you if you uh, email your, your folks about that. But um, yeah, that's that's all coming soon here for, uh, you know, not in the next week, but in the next couple weeks. And hopefully, if you liked what you heard here, you will go and subscribe on whether you watch on YouTube or watch on Twitch. You can go follow there, uh, go hit the, the ring the bell. So whenever, well, we do produce a lot of other things that don't have to do with video games on the WCM Network channel. So if you ring the bell, you are going to get a lot of stuff. But hey, there's a lot of content there. It's soccer, football, um, the American oh. American football. You get the, all the entertainment stuff. Yep. Remember the uh, old Terminator 2 arcade machine? Yes. I, I, guess, a lot I guess Arcade 1-Up this announced like a home version for it. Oh, that's cool. And they are really like nailing all that. I mean, like, and if you had a bunch of money, you could like fill up your entire house with like all those arcade machines. Yeah. Um, I think Randy has showed me he has like three of them. So yeah, you could definitely develop like a collection with all that and like almost have like your own arcade in your house. Uh, if right. you had a big enough house for it. Uh, they I just don't like the size. They're, it's too small for me. Too small? Okay. It's not. 
Well, I'm guessing it's not the same size as the arcade cabinet. No, no, it, it looks it's way smaller, or you know, for home use. So, right. I mean, but it does have two guns for it. So, hey, that's cool. It just has two guns. Yeah. But all right. I mean, we will uh, see everyone next week here. Until then, everyone. See you later. later.